Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Hi there, listeners. It's Daniel Mastevsky here from the statutory insurance team at McCabe Kerwood. I'm joined today by my colleague, Michael Light. We will be looking at whether a claimant can be awarded legal costs in DRS disputes in excess of those fixed by the Motor Accident Injuries Regulation 2017. The Supreme Court of New South Wales provided the eagerly awaited answer in the June 2020 judgment of AAI Limited v. Moon. Now, over to Michael for a brief background and context. Thank you, Daniel. I thought it would be a good idea to provide the listeners with a way of background. So in the Supreme Court case in GIO versus Moon, the Supreme Court provided an eagerly awaited judgment addressing the issue of whether a claimant seeking statutory benefits under Maya is entitled to costs in excess of those fixed by regulations. So just in, in some context, Mr. Moon was involved in a motorbike accident in 20 May 2018. There was a dispute as to who caused the accident and GAO, beyond the 26-week period, actually denied liability on the basis that Mr. Moon was wholly at fault. As a consequence, the matter did go to the Dispute Resolution Service for determination of liability and ultimately, Mr. Moon was determined completely at fault. However, the claims assessor handed down an assessment certificate with a finding due to exceptional circumstances permit payment of the claimant's reasonable and necessary costs incurred. GIO challenged the cost decision and in particular the proper construction of relevant provisions, particularly section 8.10-3. GIO's argument was based on the notion that section 8.10-3 is directed at to the entitlement to recover costs, not the amount of costs recoverable, and there are no regulations by which payment of those costs is permitted. So over to you, Daniel. If you can just explain the regulations. Thank you, Michael. We will briefly look at specific relevant sections and clauses in both the Act, Covenant Schedule 2, and the Regulation, Covenant Schedule 1. There are two main provisions regarding costs in the Act. 8.3 concerns costs between a party and their lawyer, whereas 8.10 addresses costs between the claimant and the insurer together with preventing the insurer from recovering costs from the claimant. An assessor may also not award costs in a statutory benefits dispute. The regulation does not allow a fee for making a statutory benefits claim, advising about liability on a claim, obtaining information, or providing particulars. Maximum costs are set out in Division 2 of the regulation through clauses 21 to 26. Of note, Clause 22 addresses maximum costs set out in Schedule 1 to the regulation, apportionment between practitioners, and for disputes about costs to be referred to DRS. Clause 23 of the regulation indicates that no costs are payable for internal review. There are three types of statutory benefits disputes. They are in Schedule 1, Part 1, for merit review, Schedule 1, Part 2 for medical disputes, and Schedule 1, Part 3 for miscellaneous claims. I highlight here that the McCabe Kerwood DRS Ready Reckoner provides an excellent outline of the different types of disputes and whether costs can be claimed. There is a clear table outlining each. 
the regulation through schedules 1 bracket 1 to 3 allow a maximum of 16 monetary units for each type of dispute, being merit review medical disputes or miscellaneous claims, if the proper officer of the authority approves the application for referral. That's the key part. However, if the proper officer of the authority refuses to approve the application, the applicant is not entitled to costs and the respondent is entitled to only eight monetary units under Schedule 1 for each type of claim. The relevant clauses are for merit reviews, Part 1, Section 1, Clause 3, and for medical disputes, Part 1, Section 1, Clause 2 and 3. A maximum of 60 monetary units can be claimed per claim for each type of dispute. We recommend having the McCabe Kerwood DRS Ready Reckoner nearby as it is an excellent tool regarding DRS disputes. Now, back to Michael to look at the decision itself of AAI Limited versus Moon. Thanks, Daniel. Before moving on to the decision, I think it might be a good idea to kind of consider what GIO's uh, submissions were. So GIO submitted that on the proper construction of subsection 7.37, 7.42, 8.3, and 8.10, the DRS lacked power to permit payment of Mr. Moon's legal costs, where those costs exceeded any maximum costs fixed by the regulations. Thus, the cost decision was an erroneous construction of the relevant provisions and should be set aside. Now, the court disagreed with this argument. It was in his honour's view that section 8.10 bracket 3 establishes that a claimant's entitlement to be paid legal costs depend on the payment being permitted either by the regulations or the dispute resolution services. His honour explored section 8.10 and noted it is not similar to awarding courts costs in a court proceeding. Nothing in section 8.10 suggests entitlement is based on whether they are successful in their case. To go further, under section 8.10 bracket 4, the DRS can permit payment of legal costs incurred by a claimant, but only if the dispute resolution service is satisfied that the claimant is either under legal disability or exceptional just circumstances, justify the payment of legal costs incurred. This was based on a notion that if the claimant is under a legal disability, the solicitor would have to undertake much more work on their behalf than what might be required for a claimant not under capacity. On the other hand, in exceptional circumstances, which may involve factual or legal complexity, would result in more substantial legal costs incurred by the claimant. The court explained that it would be more consistent with the objects and other provisions of the Act to permit the payment of such costs, where that was reasonably required to prevent injustice, hardship, or some other relevant adverse consequences. I think his honour gave a pretty good summary. To summarise everything, the legal costs that a claimant for statutory benefits is entitled to recover and be paid under Section 8.10 are the reasonable and necessary legal costs incurred by the claimant in connection with the claim, where those legal costs do not exceed the relevant maximum legal costs fixed by the regulations under Section 8.10 bracket 2, and thus the payment of those legal costs is permitted by the regulations. And in circumstances where those legal costs do exceed the relevant maximum legal costs fixed by the regulation, then uh, there could be two circumstances. Whether the DRS is satisfied that the claimant is under a legal disability or that exceptional circumstances exist and has permitted the payment of those legal costs in accordance with section 8.10 bracket 4. 
Ultimately, the court did conclude that there was no error on the part of the DRS assessor and the summons was therefore dismissed. Well, Daniel, over to you to wrap it up. Thanks again, Michael. A lack of clarity and ambiguity had given rise to considerable uncertainty as to costs in the Act and Regulation, which required a lengthy 45-page judgment to address the issues. The decision in Moon legitimises an allowance of legal costs to a claimant in DRS disputes in excess of what is allowed in the regulations if DRS certify exceptional circumstances. Additionally, DRS cannot make an order for legal costs under Section 8.10 Bracket 1 unless those costs are reasonable and necessary and were incurred by the claimant in connection with the claim. To conclude, we highlight the importance of insurers and practitioners noting that exceptional circumstances may require particular or unusual situations, and not just a degree of complexity. Any costs sought above those prescribed by the regulations must be reasonable and necessary and incurred in circumstances giving rise to a liability to pay. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.